Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. a weird distractions podcast special welcome back to another midweek mini spook i'm your host alex and christy and this is not a professionally <laughs> professional podcast but we're here to provide you a mini spooktacular episode because it is what spooky, spooky season. season i love october the month of october you live for october <laughs> i like i'm a january baby but if I could have it my way, I would have been born in October, hands down. You'd have been born on Halloween if you could have had it. If I would have had it my way, damn it, you darn tootin' I would have. <laughs> so this is episode three of the Midweek Mini Spooks, and I'm talking about another Mary, ironically enough. But this mm-hmm. one's not bloody, hopefully. Hopefully not. <laughs> um, so this midweek mini spook is none, none other than the story of Mary Rutherford, which is a local lore close to our heart. Uh, so located down Concession 2 in Bentick Township within southwe- southwestern Ontario lies the small disheveled West Bentick Presbyterian Cemetery, which has maintained a local lore for many, many moons slash decades slash it's just been around since the dawn of time aka our births i don't think i've ever been back there to be honest i have and i'll get more into my personal experiences after all the details so the local lore consists of a woman buried in the cemetery by the name of mary rutherford the story begins with a man though ew Uh, His name was Robert Laidlaw. Uh, He was from Scotland, and Robert married fellow Scot Isabella Mary Rutherford in 1826. Isabella, who often went by Mary, it seems, was born in 1800. So, like, way, 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 way long time ago. Two centuries ago. (laughs) Two centuries ago. Mary and Robert would actually leave Scotland in around 1860 uh, and immigrate to Canada, Uh, where one of their children, Walter, had actually recently moved to the Bentic area in Ontario. Uh, Robert and Mary would live with Walter and his wife, Mary Ann, in a two-story log home. So, unfortunately, and I don't know how she died, but Mary dies because everyone dies. That's how this goes, yep. (laughs) Your distractions, everybody's dying. Uh, So, Mary would pass away on Christmas Day of... 1872 at the age of 72 kind of ironic but we're not going to look into it too heavily uh her husband robert would pass away in march of 1874 following robert was walter who would pass away in 1895 and his wife would pass away in 1910 so a lot of death i mean not like back to back and as far as i know not no murders which is great for us i think (laughs) as a podcast this might be the only episode where 
there might not be many murders, if any. Um, People die of natural causes? What? What? What a weird concept. <laughs> you mean we don't live forever? I don't we don't get it. murdered? Okay. We don't get... Anyways. So, the home they shared would be taken apart and sold in 1958 and taken to be used in the construction of a cabin on Lake Roslyn nearby, which is near our hometown. Slash, we had friends... Yes, we had friends that lived on Lake Roslyn, and it's gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. So, I wonder... I Like, when I was doing the research for this, I was like, I wonder which house. Like, which one is it? And is it haunted now? I need to know. What if it's a castle house? There's one that looks like a castle. Shit, really? Yeah. On what side? Like across the road from our friend. Oh. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I know what you're talking about. Anyways. The small grave that Mary uh, is buried in, or buried in, I can't word right, uh, as mentioned, is pretty disheveled. So the whole cemetery is just not, it's not doing so hot. And to be quite honest, I saw an article where people were like kind of pissed off about it because... It's a cemetery. Like, there's people buried there. They need to take care of it, but no one no one is, or no one was at the time of the article, which I think was about, like, three, four years ago. So they have people that work at the Durham Cemetery, but not that take care of that cemetery. Right? Weird. I mean, I mean, they very well could, but who knows? Just gotta cut grass and clean up the stones. How hard is it? Exactly. So it's kind of weird because Mary's grave is actually far away from the other graves on the site. And her grave, like where she's buried, is actually up on a hill away from everybody else. Suspicious. Special. Right? So according to local local documentation, the last person buried in the cemetery, oh God, words, uh, was sometime in 1922. So no one's really been buried there for quite some time. And once again, I think that kind of is the reason why I kind of fell a little bit into dishevelment because, you know, not everyone. It wasn't the go-to. It wasn't the go-to. Well, and we'll get to it. I'll explain maybe why after. So here's where things get spooky. This is the meat and potatoes as to this episode. This is where shit gets real. Hold your knees. I don't know. Feed me the starch. (laughs) So the local lore that I know tells the tale of a woman named Mary Rutherford, um, where essentially Mary was waiting to get married one day, obviously to her fiancé, and she was waiting and waiting. She's up at the altar, and her fiancé doesn't show. So, I know. So, embarrassed is all hell, because, like, homegirl got stood up in front of the entire town, my fiance did that. He'd be like dead. He'd be dead. Well, he would have to be dead. That would have to be the only reason why. The reason he why he doesn't show. <laughs> exactly. Which then I would be sad. But anyways, so apparently embarrassed, upset, distraught, what have you, uh, Mary supposedly ended her life by hanging. However, if you go based on the actual information we know about the only document documented Mary Rutherford, uh, that is an actual like actually accurate considering the real life Mary was already married. That's a really hard sentence. The real life Mary was already <laughs> married when she came. Mary, to Mary, 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 Mary. Um, so yeah, she was married to Robert. So there's no way that could have happened. Another local lore is that Mary was a local witch. Hence why her grave was buried away from the other ones. Uh, as this apparently was common practice with rumored rich witches. So, 
if you were suspected to be a witch, maybe you were tried, prosecuted, what have you, or just rumored to be a witch, your grave would actually be buried away from everyone else because you were shunned from the rest of society for having powers and being cool. I don't know. To me, it's stupid. And, like, we don't want to be near the voodoo. Yeah, but, like, I want to be near it, so it's kind of rude. Anyway, (laughs) so... Some have also said that Mary's head isn't buried with her body. However, no one knows where the her head would be buried and why. Like, this kind of falls back into the whole, like, witch rumor. Where people think, oh, she was a witch, so they cut off her head so that she couldn't come back to life. I didn't make this up. This is what the internet says. Don't don't at me. But to me, it's like, okay, but where's, where's the receipts? Where's the truth? Where's, where's the, where's the details? Cause you can't just say, oh, she's buried without her head, but not tell me where her head is. Like where your head is. Or at. like, yeah. So people say her head's missing. Or do they know her head's missing? Like does someone dig her up and be like, there's no head there? Or just like, yeah. they just assume that. I'm, I think it's an assumption. Well, they don't know shit then. Exactly. Well, and even now, so, like, unless you're going to exhume the body, which don't do that. Anyways, just don't do it. Just don't be fucking weird, okay? So, one common storyline to this whole folklore is that if you visit the gravesite and touch specifically Mary's gravestone or chant her name, you will either experience bad luck shortly after... Or you'll break a bone or get into a physical accident. So, yeah, it's not good. For some reason, I think people, <clears throat> this lore has been made up essentially to say, like, you know, she's a scorned bride who didn't, like, you know, was stood up and embarrassed in front of the whole town. So now she's essentially put a curse on her own grave that if you touch it or you call her on while there, she will give you bad luck. Mm-hmm. Which is another way of saying, hey, don't bug me. If you bug me, I will get mad and I will break a bone. I'll break I will your curse you. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to curse your ass, so leave me the fuck alone. Which, like, I wish that could be a mantra that we as living, as the living, could, could, do. Just, <laughs> could just tell people and not, you know, be looked at as weirdos. Crazy. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So... So nowadays, apparently, there have been reported cult activity there. I'm not sure exactly what, but I can imagine it's probably spooky. Um, there have been, unfortunately, parties back at the gravesite where people have had, like, bonfires, got drunk, high, what have you. So ultimately, it just makes it more of a spooky place to be. And not to mention... A lot of also, like a lot also has been reported that spooky, obviously spooky shit will go down when people are there. So apparitions of black shadows, eerie quiet moments, like it's in the, it's kind of like back in a foresty area. So like you'd expect to hear birds and animals and what have you, but people report that it gets like stupidly quiet, like drop a pin can hear quiet. Overall, it's just like that uncomfortable feeling of either you're not alone or something bad's about to happen. So kind of that anxiety. Hmm. So although, to kind of wrap this up, as mentioned, the lore doesn't necessarily follow up with the actual documentation. However, that is unchanged that the West Bentic Presbyterian Cemetery has given something has given people something to talk about. And there just seems to be something about Mary. 
which is also a title of a movie if you're if you're not picking up on that. <laughs> about her or there's just something about Mary with Cameron Diaz. Oh, that Diaz. movie. Okay, I was like, what? I, you were staring at me dead ass, like. I'm not catching what you're dropping. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you the resources quick, but uh, my experience with Mary Rutherford was, or the gravesite, her gravesite was when I was probably like 10-ish and my mom and her friend Julia took me and one of my friends, Stephanie, to the gray site as like a fun little adventure midday. Like, hey, let's get in the car and go to this like reportedly haunted gray site. Okay, so we got got my mom's (laughs) shitty Ford Topaz and we drive to this gray site, which is essentially like you take one like, normal paved road, and then, like, a shit ton of, like, dirt roads, and I don't know if you recall what a Ford Topaz looks like, but it's essentially, like, a shit cardboard box with wheels, so I don't know how we made it in and out without dying then and there, but it was, like, I just remember feeling, like, sad, like, I got there, and I started crying, my mom was like, why are you crying, and I'm like, I don't know, I don't want to be here, and it could be literally because I was a child and my mom took me to a fucking grave site. <laughs> you weren't living for it at 10 years I wasn't, old? <laughs> I wasn't living for it, I guess. But I always, like, that always stood out to me. And then, of course, as a teenager, like, I remember one night after one of our Sadie Hawkins dance dances, uh, <laughs> I think, it, I forget who was driving, but there was a bunch of us that went in, like, multiple vehicles. And, of course, we had been drinking. It wasn't smart. I wasn't drinking and driving, I'll tell you that for free, but we, like, tried to get back there, but our Sadie Hawkins dances were, like, in January or some shit, so it was, like, stupid. An unmaintenance road, probably. An unmaintenance road. So it was stupidly snowy out, unmaintenance road. Even one of our, like, guy friends' pickup trucks could not get back there. Like, it was just so, so snowy. It was just too bad, so... We scrapped that idea. But ever since then, I haven't gone. And then the other day, I texted you, and I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I want to go there and, like, take pictures and stuff for the podcast. Do you think Google Maps would pick it up? Absolutely not. Absolutely bullshit. So, anyways, y'all, that is the story of Mary Rutherford, the local lore that is close to home for Christy and I. Uh, My resources were... Ontario Abandoned Places website by Timo Explorer on June 29th, 2014, and a Facebook post by True Paranormal, which was posted on February 11th, 2014. Spooky. Spooky. It's very weird hearing you like explain where it is, and you're like, concession too, and I'm like, oh, that's weird. <laughs> I don't I know, know why. <laughs> it's, I think it's weird because I always forget about it, and then it kind of just, like pops up in my memory, like, oh shit, yeah, like there's a local lore, literally like 25 minutes not even away from my house it's not even 20 minutes from your house it's not even 20 minutes like it's so close and I always forget about it so maybe we'll have to go there sometime soon and like check it out Mm -hmm. we can find it yeah (laughs) if we can find it take my little emf reader and see if we can pick up any pick up anything oh boy download (laughs) the free spirit box app and see if we pick up anything pick up nothing Pick up nothing. All right, Chrissy, tell these weirdos where they can find us. Yes, our fellow followers, we are on our Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcast. Please leave some review and some stars. Five stars. Five stars. Google Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public, Overcast, 
Pocket Cast, Good Pods. You can email us any suggestions, any stars you want, anything in general to Weird Distractions Podcast at Outlook.com. You can tweet at us on Twitter at Weird Distract I1 and hit us up on our Insta page at Weird Distractions Pod. Excellent. And as always, if you need a distraction, we got, we you. got you. Bye. Bye.